Hello. Um, I'm Pat from Press Any Key. This is Mike. Uh, also from Press Any Key. You may know him from other things, um, such as other episodes of Press Any Key. And um, we had a full episode for you tonight. Uh, however, we had a technical mishap. Um, <laughs> You're making this so uh, solemn. And, um, <laughs> and uh, unfortunately, when that happened, um, you know, that whole side of the studio just burned down. So we salvaged what equipment that we've could, and we were able to put something, a small episode together for you with our guest, Ryan from I'd like a refund. Um, but, uh, with that said, yeah, um, um, you know, just, uh, just, 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 uh, just enjoy this, this little mini one for this week and then we'll get you back with a full one, you know, next week. Mike won't be here though. Um, my love will be, he's been drafted, uh, Again. To the, you know. Well, Nick's dead this week. He died in that fire. He did. He did. And, you know, that was unfortunate. But, you know, that's that's the risk you take when you're on this show, you know? Live fast, die young, baby. <laughs> no, it's live fast, die beautiful. Or I don't know. Whatever. Um, not, if you be- do, not if you die in a fire. <laughs> <laughs> that said, enjoy the episode. Yeah, with that said, uh, we'll um, enjoy this one, and then we'll see you for a full one next week. Bye-bye. We'll see you around. I love you. <laughs> Hi, everyone. I know you're one. I bet you're wondering why you came here this week. And um, we're wondering, too. But we thank you. Um, and I'm recording this right now in case I, in case I can't get the file back. But uh, we have Ryan here from the I'd Like a Refund podcast. And uh, we just did a whole hour and 20 minutes, and um, Windows decided to fuck us, and then, well, I, uh, let's be real, OBS got fucked by Windows, and then OBS decided, I'm going to fuck everybody else. So it's like the transitive property of fucking, Effectively. You know? Yeah. You, you got to start at the source. Didn't even pay for dinner first. <laughs> I like to be wine and dine before you Man, <laughs> can we stop at KFC? <laughs> um, so uh, we, t- we talked about the Elden Ring um, DLC. Uh, we talked about uh, Wolan. Uh, whatever. Um, the new Dark Souls-like game. The new Dark Souls-like game. Um, and we how talk- bad Pat is at it. Yeah, we <laughs> talked about all that. <laughs> Just, I get, you'll never know now. Um, we talked about the potential second Nintendo Switch. And we we literally had just finished up a conversation about how David Zaslav wants to turn Lord of the Rings into Star Wars and why that's a bad idea. Um, so, um, so really all that's left is for us to review what the main topic was this week. And that is the first episode of season three of Mandalorian, which was wild because we just had a really good conversation about Star Wars, which was the we perfect entry into this. But basically, um, just pretend you heard it. Yeah. So whatever your feelings on Star Wars is, that's our feelings, too. So, you know, you just, mm-hmm. you know, whatever <laughs> yeah. you agree with. We're there too, you know. Whatever. Come in with the same amount of vitriol that we were getting ready to come in with. <laughs> exactly. Whatever your thoughts and opinions are on that, uh, us as well. How funny! So, um, <laughs> we're just gonna go straight into this. Pray to God that OBS doesn't crash again. We're good, right? Yeah, we're good. We're good. <laughs> you had a concerned face. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah. No, that's gonna just be my face for the rest of the night now. <laughs> and um, remember, kids, update your software. 
And um, if you own a software company, don't roll out the update uh, Sunday evenings at fucking... While I'm doing my fucking podcast. (laughs) At 9 o'clock at night. Releases should be at 3 o'clock in the morning like every other software company. You tell Mm -hmm. them. Let them know. All right, so... um, Mando Season 3. Mando Season 3, Episode 1. Yeah. Um, uh, We watched it yesterday, and um, I felt nothing. I, I know that people are like... It's so good that good Star Wars is back in this. And it's just like, I, I kind of feel the same way I felt towards Andor. I'm just apathetic to all of this now. I just I just don't care. Like, I, I think this is really good. I think the writing is a whole lot better than any than any of the shows that have come out in between. Um, I think that the attitude is there. The the essence of what makes Mandalorian great is there. Um, but I just, just, I'm just, you know. I how 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 long am I supposed to care about this? You know what I mean? Especially when you know we have shows like The Last of Us which I am just fucking hooked on every it's episode. It's so good. It's unreal. Um, so we we had The Boys season 3 was this year? Oh, which three. was yes, straight up one of the best seasons of television I've ever seen. Um mm-hmm. I'm sure House of the Dragon uh, we spoke about a little bit before. Yeah. Um you you know our, we got some stuff yeah we we, we, we yeah. got some good stuff tv's I, been tv's been good to us liz has been watching um i'm harrison ford and i'm on apple tv help, yes. help um, oh, shrinking that yes, show's good i'm watching shrinking um yeah we got season really three of ted lasso coming out this week mm-hmm. um if you like cable TV, abbott elementary is a banger we got a couple seasons mm-hmm. of that uh you can get it literally on HBO Max, Hulu, and cable television. Tell them. Um, I, I'm watching a lot on TV. I'm watching a lot of cable TV right it's now. A lot. It's, it's, it's weird. I mean, basically, they just reinvented cable anyway with the way that they're doing all of these platforms. Regardless, I kind of felt the same with, like, it was, it felt like it should have been 10 minutes of filler in a larger episode where something happened. And, like, that's the thing is, like, listen, I love Daddy Pedro. Okay. We all do. We all do. He's yeah. our slutty daddy. He's, He's our slutty daddy. Actually, stop it. Okay, <laughs> I'm, because I know, he I'm was sorry. on the red carpet, and someone was like, "Check out all these yeah. thirst tweets," and like it made him visibly uncomfortable. Yeah, he was like, he was like "I'm and, not gonna respond." Yeah, he's like, uh, "No, no, thanks. I don't want to talk about that." And it's just like, okay, if I, I'm not gonna get too into it, but if the roles were reversed, that's sexual harassment. Yeah, that's a hundred percent what that Ask was. Ask him about his career. He's baby girl. Yeah, exactly. Ask him about his character, his career. He knows. He knows he's a he's hard daddy. Job. Okay, yeah. he knows. All right, yeah, daddy. Daddy's not a role; it's a mindset. All right, like. <laughs> um. Except no, except when he's like, "Oh, I think Oscar Isaac is supposed to be daddy. He actually has children." They're like, "Pedro, no, no, yep. no." Um, <laughs> Pedro Pascal once again steps right into the uh, the shoes of Din Djarin. No problem. Well, does he though? Well, well I mean, <laughs> yeah. like physically yeah. speaking, I I think. Uh, well, his whole thing was recently he said that um, the thing that he hates about playing Mando is that when he puts the helmet on, he can't see anything like some because that visor is basically like black, black <laughs> besides yeah. for like the lights that he sees on set. So they'll, they'll have to stand behind like, the yeah. camera and like, here's your sight line and flash a flashlight for him, you know, for him to be look that direction, you know, um, do we? Do we think he's actually in the costume? That's my question, yeah. How much is Pedro actually in the costume has been a debate since the first season, and no one really has an answer. Especially with all the shit he's doing now. like Yeah. Yeah, no, I think... um, Probably. I think he's in in the costume. I'm going to go ahead and say 40% of the time. 
you know, because there are some quieter moments. You need that body language. You need that. But, you know, when he's moving in the action. Yeah. But I mean, like the quieter moments between him and the fucking puppet. Um, uh, the uh, the parts where obviously he takes his helmet yeah. off. They're not I like that. You, you treat the, the Grogu uh, animatronic like it's like a Muppet from the 1970s. It does. Because it feels like it looks that. Like right? Straight like, out of you, Jim Henson's creature shop. How come it's it always. Be? It always is standing the same way. It's whenever they throw it around, its legs never move. Yeah, it's, it's, it's true. Its torso never turns. It's just like, I get it. It's cool. We went back to animatronics and puppetry. I'm all for that. But God mm. damn it. Like, what the fuck is no, going on here? Like, you know, what, like, I, make I you feel a little bit no. more alive. Like, I, I actually like it. The, the part of this episode that I really enjoyed was when they were trying to fix the droid and like those little like, you know. The little dudes. The Babu and, Freaks. Yeah, yeah the Babu you. Freaks. Yeah. yeah. When they're yeah. trying to like fix it. and then, yeah, like, yeah. I was like, it's great. I was like, this to me feels very Star like original Star Wars fun to watch. I'm yeah. like, this is great. Mm-hmm. The rest of the it's episode, just, I was like, okay, weird. cool. It, I will say it's just weird how I feel like this was the first episode of a really highly anticipated season. I mean, what pisses me off is they had an amazing ending with season uh, two. Right. Like they had this incredible ending where yeah. like uh, Mando hands off the fucking uh, the uh, Grogu to uh, to Luke Skywalker and he goes to train to be a Jedi. I was like, what a what a better like th- th- there couldn't have been a better ending. Um, right. Then, you know, even better. They wrote Gina Carano out. You know, who could <laughs> like like I mean, they, what literally, a- they literally in this episode do the Simpsons Poochie thing where yeah. it's like, oh, he went off to his other planet. Yeah, yeah. And Poochie went home to his home yeah. planet. Yeah. And oh just, my god. It's just, it's just it hilarious so because it's just like, boy, what a blessing in disguise that was. Like, because in my opinion, I don't think she added anything to the show, and she was horrendous. She's such a bad actress that the first movie that she was ever in. They redubbed all of her dialogue with mm-hmm. a different actress because she just she just couldn't read a line correctly. She just couldn't do it. Oof. Um. So I'm. Uh, but either way, I'm. Uh, uh. I'm. I mean, she she did nothing for me, so I'm glad that she's out. Um. Ryan, what do you think? Okay, so, you know, I I have some personal ties to Mandalorian. Um, and. The first two seasons, I think, are. I, I know we talked about the Star Wars stuff a little, little bit. Like, it's the Star Wars that I always wanted to watch as <laughs> no, <we> a <laughs> as a fan. <laughs> um, and I love it. I love the first two seasons. I think uh, season two point five is fantastic. Um, <laughs> I want to throw myself out of a window. I called it that. <laughs> it, it I called it that, that too. It, I was it, like, it, oh, the book of Boba yeah. Fett. Well, you mean Mandalorian? Half and a half? of those episodes being Mando, it feels like all right. You know how people call Civil War Avengers two point five? Yes, it's not yes. okay because it because the center of the story is still around. You, can, no, you cannot tell me that that fifth episode where Boba Fett's I'm not even in there. it and that sixth I'm episode where there. he doesn't show up to the last two minutes, you cannot tell me that Boba but, Fett is the central character but, of that but story. But that's exactly what I'm saying is that 
I, I reject the idea that Civil War is Avengers 2.5 because the heart of the story is still surrounding Bucky and Captain America. That's right? fair. Totally fair. Yes. Fucking Book of Boba Fett was like, well, we ran out of material for yeah. Boba Fett. Well, what should Book, we yeah, do Book of Boba Fett, they're like, we're going to do an hour and 15 minute first episode. That's his the entire aspect of Boba Fett that you were curious. How did he escape the Sarlacc pit? We're going to show you everything yeah, in right, one exactly. episode. And, all, um, and now he's just hanging. There was the also the these tank. weird. Well, that's the that was my other big criticism, which Nick actually gave you shit for. Was that that show takes takes place in between trips to the bath? Yes. Like, oh my god! <laughs> like he goes, he takes a bath, he gets up, he does stuff, he goes back to the bath. I should fight a crime lord. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. It's uh, and the only the best parts of the Book of Boba Fett were the stuff with Mando. However, Easily. I just recently learned that apparently. Uh, that shit with Mando was never supposed to happen. That was Kathleen nope. Kennedy being like, we need to sp- like spice this up pretty much. And she forced like Grogu and Mando into that story because Grogu... They put Luke Skywalker and Ahsoka in this show. Yeah, like, exactly. They're like, yeah, just give us everything. Everything we have in this show, Please we need to help. save it by all means necessary. Grogu... He isn't even he wasn't even supposed to be in season three of Mando because he's supposed to train with Luke for two years. Yeah, he's on his own journey. Uh, But but of course, you know, um, apparently there was some infighting and Jon Favreau threatened to leave Disney and Lucasfilm and say, like, uh, unless I get to do whatever I want with Mando season three. And that's when uh, this was before Iger was there. I mean, Iger came back. And Chapek like actually had to tell Kathleen Kennedy like you, you need to let him do whatever he wants like yeah. like go sit down yeah and like the other thing yeah. is we I mean we got shit for it on TikTok for some fucking weirdos but like Kathleen Kennedy's gonna be out after Indiana Jones or if not by the end of the year you know yeah. what I mean so like it's yeah. it, it like they are doing what they can to usher her out because the decisions, like I said, in, I think it was 2020 or 2021. We did an episode and apparently the reason that there's no star Wars films out currently, or that they're working on any is because they're focused on quote, making sure they get it right. And our question was what the fuck were they thinking about before? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So no, before they were thinking about making money, now it's making it right. Yeah, exactly. So, um, now though, with um, with the start of this season, I kind of feel like the start of season one had this big introduction for Mando. Obviously, you're introduced to like the Mandalore, you know what it, uh, the the whole like armor set shit. Um, you're introduced to, uh, I mean the introduction for Mando in general for Din in that first episode is absolutely crazy. Oh, I mean he cuts really that cool. guy in half yeah. with the door and everything. I, um, I don't know about you guys. I thought that um. I thought in this episode that came out, I thought the beginning was a flashback. I thought it was too. I thought it was I young thought Mando. It was too. Yeah. And then, yeah. um, I mean, or I, young Din, yeah, Sorry. yeah, whatever it is. I mean, it's, you, yeah. you can't just throw his name out like that after we know him for so long. You know what I mean? It's like, listen, you, you can't be like, my name is Mando. And then be like, oh, I'm actually Greg. You know what I mean? Like, no, you ain't Greg to me, bro. Hey, Greg. Um, <laughs> so, I just named him for the rest of the time we cover this show, by the way. There you go. Um, Greg's just fucking doing whatever he wants. I thought the first, and here's the thing. I really like that scene, and I believe there'll be more context to it later on, right? Uh, Especially Mm -hmm. since the whole plot of this show is like, Going to the the underground, like the 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 gold mines. The living whatever it is, yeah, the waters. Um, and, um, And reclaiming his status as a Mandalorian, right? Yes. Um. 
that dude. But that but that first scene, uh, I let's say that I really like, but I don't understand what the context of it was. Like, why did they do that? Yeah, I don't I don't know. I think it was just to show his reintroduction, obviously, like coming back, and I think it's to also show all the Mandalorians now that they don't have you know their cities and their homeworld and everything. Like these are the conditions. They're yeah, yeah, they're refugees. Yeah. These are the conditions yeah. that they're kind of stuck with, which is also fucking hysterical. They're like, we're going to go to the beach. We're going to give this baptism of this kid and give him a helmet. Oh, we're just going to go to the beach that has a giant crocodile. Nobody checked? <laughs> yeah. Nobody checked. You mean the giant crocodile that wouldn't come out of the water, but they still chose to engage and not just run inside? Yeah. yeah. No? I also, I also yeah. think it's one of those weird things where it's like, all right, you... So, uh, if none of you checked, you didn't bring the right fa- firepower in case this happened. And the thing was, it's that, like, nobody, like, for the first half of that battle was like, we gotta try something else. Because they're all just shooting, like, pew, 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 yeah. with their, their small, like, assassin guns. Yeah. But then I see one of them use the flamethrower, and it doesn't even come close to it. And then they're like, like not get even to the a, air. Yeah, not even a little bit. Yeah, they're like, oh, fuck, we forgot we're at Crocodile Lake. Yeah. <laughs> I should have brought a gun. Who, who would have guessed that at Crocodile Lake there'd be a crocodile? I didn't see that coming at all. Yeah, it made them look really, like, fumbly. Really I was like, they, looked just, in, they looked incompetent. Yeah. They really did. Which, that might be the case, you know, that they were they're supposed to look incompetent. Um, but I did like the idea of like, I mean, you guys have, you, have you ever played Bioshock Infinite? Yes, I have. You know, the yeah. baptism scene, uh, you know, like at the battle of wounded knee and everything. That's what mm-hmm. it reminded me of. I was like, oh, okay, they're, they're, it's, it's, it's not really religious, but it's dogmatic in a sense that like they're blessing you into their tribe. Yeah. It's, and now it's a once you put this helmet on, you are now a part of us and you cannot take that. How do they sleep? Uh, I don't know, but wait. Uncomfortably. No, he, sleep, he sleeps I, in, in, in his, yeah. his Starfighter yeah. with Now Grogu. that I'm thinking about it, like we're talking about like the incompetencies of like this, these Mandalorians that want to keep their helmet on and we go see Lady Mando. I don't remember her name, sorry. And she's basically- uh, Lady Mando's fine on Lady, this show. Yeah, like, and she's talking about how the fall of Mandalore was because of that select sect. Now, my mm. gripe with this episode is it like, it, they were like, here, let me take your hand and introduce you to what we're going to do all of season three. So now I'm thinking yes. that I'm like, are they going to just basically be like, no, helmets are bad. That is the bad Mandalores and we don't want them. Is that what we're getting? That to? is the old way. Oh, right, right, right. yeah. What was what did this? This is the way. This is the way. Yeah, 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 yeah. this is the way. Yeah. This is no longer the way. <laughs> yeah. The way has this, changed. This was the, go way. the other way. <laughs> yeah. Now we go this way. But yeah. Yeah, now we go this way. Um, um I w- uh, no, I can uh I kind of was was going to get into that a little bit before in terms of like what I thought of the episode and this is like the overarching issue if that's the word to use here with the first episode. It is all just exactly that. It's here's what we're doing and we're setting it all up in the first episode because nothing of consequence happens yeah, in this episode and nothing th- i feel like that's kind of like i feel like that's kind of um an issue when you're when you want to give people more for the rest of the season you know what i mean like i mean think about the ending of the first episode of the boys of season three of yeah. the boys like you were i was immediately like well i need to know i need to know what the fuck happens by the end of this season yeah like and like mm. e- um uh even like a show like the witcher you know think about the end of that first episode you know there's there's uh intrigue there's plot 
where I feel like this was us just like, I guess we're just following Mando around while he like, I mean, there was yeah. a thing with the pirates, which was kind of cool, but also that's the thing is, it, is that going to come back? Yeah. Like, yeah, it's like we escaped yeah. a pirate. Okay. Um, well, I mean, this show is getting it happened in season two and there were there was a small sect of the fan base that was concerned that it was going to turn into the like mission of the week style yeah, show. Right. Um, and like eventually at the end of the season, they started to tie it all in together to like make it like an overarching plot point. But there were elements of it that happened in previous episodes that never got touched on again. So you just have to be, you know, you have to be a little concerned of them going that route because with Dave Filoni being such a big part of this project, people need to remember that he comes from animation and animation, specifically Star Wars animation side, a lot of their like three episode arcs or whatever that they're doing are singular stories that we don't really flesh out going forward. They don't play a major point in the narrative that they're fully telling and i love dave floney i think having him working on star wars is the only thing that saves it from being an absolute dumpster fire of an ip um but people need to remember that when watching this show like it is going to be a lot of that of this episode happens and it's self-contained in its own thing so like people could watch it as like like a special if they wanted to or something like that that's that's what mandalorian kind of is at this point Whereas like some of these other shows where we're telling a narrative, like even like Andor, Obi-Wan, Boba Fett, you're telling like a narrative that's leading into something because those stories are pretty self-contained. They're either yeah. like the six or seven episode miniseries or Andor's like we're doing two seasons and that's it. Mandalorian, they're going to ride this train as long as they can because they're making so much money off of merchandise oh, yeah. and all of that. So they have to like spread it out in a way where like, Let's do this random filler episode with these frog people and her eggs because yeah we need to meet the eight episode order. So like I just think it's something that people worry about with Mandalorian. And I think it's a justified worry. It's not something that I'm upset about because I like those self-contained stories where you see them getting into some mischief and long, who knows long what and yeah. And then eventually later on some of it could play out and you're like, oh yeah, I remember that. Um, but I understand why people would have that kind of issue with this now, show. Um, let me ask you this, um, specifically, uh, regarding the, the structure in which this story is being told, are you worried about some of the things that Favreau and Filoni have said about the future, specifically that one, they don't have an end point in mind. They, yes. There's not a place that yeah. they're building to, which I think is for all the shit you want to give the Lord of the Rings show. At least they are building to yeah. an ending and they said they have their season plan. Like they have everything planned out for all the shit you want to give Kevin Feige about the Marvel movies right now. He at least there's still a consistent path. Like we know where we're yes. going type of thing. Um, and the and I kind of feel um, and they said that season four is already written and that they're getting ready to shoot it. But I just kind of have an issue where it's like if you don't know where we're going, are we what just going to like meander? Yeah. Where like the boys like they have an ending ready, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Something something you learn very early on from like when you're like like learning to write scripts and like build out like. Uh, boards and things like that for film and television you start with your beginning and you start with your end and you have those set and you figure out what to do in the middle like yeah how do we that, kill two hours yeah. <laughs> right it's like it's like we need to get to this point it's a matter of are we going to get there in two hours are we going to get there in eight episodes are we going to get there in six seasons like yeah that's what you have to figure out so it that's a great point it does 
I don't know if concern is the right world, but it's a word, but it does like something clicks in my brain where it's like they don't know what the ending is going to be because they don't really want this to end. Yeah, at any yeah. Point. I was exactly. I was going to say that. It's, it's kind their of crown like, jewel, yeah. Yeah, they're like it's doing really well. It's a really beloved IP. Like they're getting a lot of, you know, accolades for this, so they're kind of almost mm-hmm. like, well, why would I want to stop that your guys point about the merchandise too makes sense why kathleen kennedy was like no we need to bring grogu back i have so much baby yoda merch because this (laughs) motherfucker sells merch he sells everything the billions they have have a line with vera bradley right now um (laughs) we have we have multiple mandalorian mugs that i found on the internet um it's it's everywhere yeah no Grogu is the the cell, yeah, like you know, the, it's a, yeah. I, the cute plushy boy. I just brought up this tweet because I remembered it and I thought about it. It says, "I would personally like to thank whoever it was that said we need ninety three percent more Grogu doing silly things while his dad tries to stop him see- screen time in this oh, season." I did really 100%. laugh. I did really laugh at that one point where he's like, "No, Grogu!" Like where he's <laughs> yeah, trying. That to was say, funny. Yeah, yeah. Was he's like, funny. "Sorry, he's young." Yeah. <laughs> um. I was going to say, well, uh, I can't believe they brought Grogu back. What? The lady who fucks the Jawas in season one? They didn't want to, they want, they didn't want to leverage homers. I can't believe that. You know, I mean, why wouldn't they? You know? Well, that was a big question, though, when oh, season shoot. two ended before we knew what Boba Fett was going to be about. It's like, well, are they really going to do an entire season without Grogu? Because, like, that's I almost thought... like, that's like, that's like television suicide taking Literally. out your most popular item and being like, we're not doing this anymore. I thought you were going a different direction with that. Like, like, well, that was the big question going into season three. Was just, are we going to bring back the lady that fucks the Jawas or not? She <laughs> is coming back in season three. We yeah, need that's good, good. That we need that. Um, yeah. She, uh, you know what? She was a very compelling character. She was like, running this and whole underground. Fuck the Jawas, as I far as I'm say, concerned. Somebody's... <laughs> so, oh boy. So Jawas need loving too. So, um, <laughs> you like that one? I did. Uh, so, um. <laughs> You're you're absolutely right. Like it's television suicide to take out your most valuable player. However, I think that makes like if Grogu came back two years after training a Jedi and they did, oh, you know, he's he's now a toddler and like he's yeah, you know you, what? If he came right. back better, like in a more heroic way, and then rejoined the team or like had his own story and everything, right? I feel like that in the long run would have done better where of oh, course yeah from, from a narrative sense 100 percent. where yeah. of course now because as you were saying like this is their most valuable product right now because literally anything else star wars related is just doa at this point because because listen i people get on our case but it's true like i'm sorry kathleen kennedy should not be leading lucasfilm anymore she like she's not doing any like, other ceo if the company, dude, they just fucking threw out Chapek, uh, and they brought back the old CPO, uh, C, uh, CPO, CPO, uh, CPU, no, the old CEO to write the ship, and like, I think Kathleen Kennedy has even said that she's not even really partial to Star Wars. You know what I mean? It's no. just yeah. So she has that job because of her relationship with George and, and Steven Steve Spiel- Spielberg. That's yeah, why I, she's there. I also tend to believe that there was maybe some. Uh, we're going to appoint a female executive to one of the hottest IPs ever because that makes us progressive. I tr- like th- not saying it's a bad no, thing. There's, there's a chance. But I'm that... saying that like, look at Amy Pascal at Sony pictures. You know what I mean? She is the creative driving force behind the, um, like Spider-Man, no way home. You know what I mean? I can't really speak for Morbius, but, uh, 
But like Spider-Man No Way Home is a and the relationship that they have with Marvel is a direct um uh is a direct result of her being willing to say like I want to work yeah. with Kevin. I want to you know what I mean? Yeah. She like and that is smart decisive leadership. That's what a it, lot Did you ever uh, did you guys ever hear the story um about the first time Kevin approached Amy about teaming up for Spider-Man? She threw a sandwich at him, right? She threw a sandwich <laughs> at him. <laughs> She's like get the fuck out of my office. And then by the time No Way Home came out when they wanted to get Tobey Maguire, because the movie would not move forward without him. So no, they you had, couldn't do it. They had to get him first. The way that they did it was, um, instead of you know going through agents and everything, the two of them personally emailed him and went out, took him out to lunch. And this was not like at the commissary uh, on Sony's lot. Like yeah. this was, they went to some really nice restaurant and wined and dined him. And then finally were just like, we're doing this thing. Do you want, and like, that's important to be able to like, not only is she controlling all of these moving parts as a producer, but she has yeah. the foresight to be like, Actually, I don't have a total grasp on this. So let me bring in somebody who does and let's work together to create something amazing. And no way home is like literally the standout movie from phase four. And it's oh, a, easily it's a Sony film. Yeah. Like it's yeah, not yeah. a Marvel movie. It's a Sony film. No, Disney um, does not own that movie. Nope. It exists in their in their universe, but they don't own yeah, that. They sure um, wish. Yeah, they um, do. Where I feel like Kathleen Kennedy, all I hear about from her is power struggles. Like the director she brings in to do this movie, she, all they get halfway through development, and she's like, "Well, I don't like your ideas anymore," and she gets rid of them. Um, yes, I mean Lord and Miller, Colin Trevorrow, uh, Josh, Josh Trank. Trank yep. um, there, there's another one in there. The, the the Patty Jenkins one that they keep putting. Uh, it's not that I, they, <laughs> dude, dude, on our show, I said um, as soon as that Wonder Woman 1984 came out, I told those guys like that that Rogue Squadron movie is not, not happening. Yeah. Um, yeah, and they, not it's happening. not like they took it off the schedule. They just stopped talking about it. Yeah, it's like, like it is oh. gone. Um, and and now like the two guys that know what they're doing, Dave and John. She's yeah. fighting with them too for creative control of these things. It's just like, why can't you just do your job as an executive and sign the checks and back your creatives? Let yeah, the connect the creatives. This is why Disney has been so successful all these years because Disney is run by the creatives. And the three years that it wasn't when Chapek stepped in and put all the finance guys in, they fucking they they tanked immediately. Yeah. Tanked. I think the well, pandemic had something to do with that too, but. Probably. It's interesting that you bring this up, like uh, like not fighting with the creatives. I read Bob Iger's book about a year or so ago mm -hmm. around when that came out. And there's a chapter about Marvel. And there's a man by the name of Ike Perlmutter. You guys oh, have probably yes, heard the name I know before. All about this, yeah. um, so Perlmutter was essentially in the Kathleen Kennedy role at Marvel, where yep. he was the overseer on the business side of things. And Kevin was just the head creative, whereas now that's like John and Dave are over there. And it's interesting because when the infighting was going on at Marvel and Kevin basically told Iger, if he's here, I'm out. Like, I'll go somewhere else. I know WB was recruiting him at the time. Um, they, they certainly and, tried because yeah. wasn't it um, wasn't it they were they put out um, uh, oh, fuck, um, BVS and it absolutely yeah. 
tanked and they were just yeah. like, all right, well, we got to get rid of Zach. Like, let's try and <laughs> yeah. buy the Marvel guy. Yeah. That's what happened. Yeah. yeah. And when Kevin said that to Bob, Bob realized that the creative was more important than the business. So he he kept Kevin and sacked Perlmutter. He did. Well, and now with. I, was it a sack or they moved him? So Kevin was then over it, him, it, right? It was one of those things that they like they do were like they put baby for the in the press, corner for the yeah. press release. It's like. Oh yeah, no, we've amblically parted ways, and Ike's gonna go do this now. But in reality, it's a uh, you're getting kicked off of this spot, and we'll find something for you to do that doesn't affect what we're really what yeah. we really have going well, on I, here. I specifically remember um, it was the Inhumans movie. Yes, Ike Perlmutter yeah. wanted an Inhumans movie to come out after Avengers, like Infinity yep. War, like in between the two of them, and, and he had- only wanted to do it and out of spite to Fox for yep. the, having the X-Men rights. It's the only reason he wanted to That's do it. Because right. in the in the comics, he put he sidelined the X-Men and the Fantastic Four, specifically pushing the Inhumans into like the the lexicon of popular Marvel characters, which didn't work. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah. he was very petty about all that. And that's exactly why he pushed that movie. That's right. And I remember specifically that um that slate got announced and humans was on the tail end. We're like, why the it was fuck the very they, end. Yeah. Why the fuck are they doing it in humans movie? Like after Avengers, yeah. cause they was still infinity war part two at the time. And Correct. then, um, they said they, uh, I think it was a couple months after that. We got the news that, um, Kevin had been promoted, so to speak, that they changed the corporate structure of the company so that he's now in control. He didn't have to take orders from Ike Perlmutter. Like it just didn't have Correct. to happen anymore. Yeah, carte blanche now. Yeah, uh, immediately, three Spider-Man movies showed up, and <laughs> uh, that eat humans thing, it got fucking tanked, like off the Marvel yeah. schedule. But then he still tried because he put it on the TV yeah, schedule, which is where Perlmutter still had some power. It was on the TV side, yep. which is why he put that project on TV. <laughs> and then they tried to act like it was a big Marvel release by putting mm-hmm. the first two episodes as a two-hour special in IMAX. And yep. when it came out, it got like what a fourteen percent on Rotten. <laughs> Everyone Tomatoes. hated it's it so bad. Hated it, and it it got to the point where. Kevin Feige himself was just like, yeah, that's not part of the MCU. Like, like that's embarrassing. We had nothing to do with that. Like, they're like, yeah. and everybody knows that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, the no, reason I the reason I bring all that up is because you know it feels like there's something in the air a little bit here. You know, Bob Iger's back. The creatives and the executives are fighting, and it's over this incredibly successful part of their ip that without it they'd be sinking it feels like the bloom is coming off the rose for kathleen kennedy it just feels like we're hitting that point and i think you can look back look back to the marvel scenario as the perfect example if i were to be charitable to kathleen kennedy she has produced some major hits yeah she did et Uh, she did jurassic park she did um all four indiana jones movies prior to this you know, whether you, whatever your opinion is on Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, that movie was a success. And when you go watch it like 10 years on, you're like, oh, some of this is a lot better than a lot of the shit they were putting out at the time. It's yeah. just we had such high expectations for a all the original players are back. Yeah. And like it's just I just couldn't believe that that, that movie turned out the way bullshit. it did. Yeah, exactly. I don't I don't think it's an argument that Kathleen Kennedy is bad at her job. I think it's an argument that her job has passed her by. Yes, I just don't think Star Wars is the 
is the element the right IP for her. that she should be in. Yeah, yeah also, it's just, it doesn't work. Like, she's a fantastic producer, one of the best working in Hollywood, but this just is not the right role for her. I and also, we've learned it. We've learned it from everything that Disney has done with Star Wars, pretty much. Yeah, yes. and that's the other thing, too. If she wanted to go back to being, like, a line producer or an executive producer on some of these films, she's just writing checks or making sure people are fed, making sure that the, you know, making yeah. sure people are that's paid. That's what she's, yeah, she's so good at she's that. She's good at that. She's obviously <laughs> great at that because she has, like I said, she has produced a number of hits. But as soon as she's now the executive, yeah. like, the head of Lucasfilm, it's just, it's just, Shit! It's just shit. Yeah. It's like there's poop everywhere. It's like, can't, everywhere. Yeah. Can't it deal with it. It hasn't worked. But, it just hasn't worked. And that's um, why when you see something like Mandalorian that she had no creative say in for the first two seasons, and then all of a sudden, uh, Chapek gets gets involved, and they're like, "Well, we need fucking, we need shows upon shows." They're like, "All right, I guess we're doing a Boba Fett thing," and they forced them to do a Boba Fett show, and then they were like, "All right, well." This show isn't big. This show isn't garnering enough. This or it's in production, and we don't think it's this. So uh, we need to shove Mando back in. There. So what do you got for Mando? What what material from season three have you already written that we yeah. can burn? You know, yeah. to bridge the gap. You know what I mean? Because um, I, I don't even think I don't even think that stuff was going to be in season three. That was probably the, like season four with the dark out with like the dark saber and everything. Like with, with him going to go get Grogu back. I don't think that was gonna. If it was season three, it was gonna be end of season three. But yeah, that's what sure. I'm, that's what I'm saying is like I think that was her. I think that was her yeah. saying. And then he's gonna go this, and we're gonna meet Ahsoka there, and the, 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 yeah. you know. Yep. So, um, but yeah, overall, I guess if we were just to wrap this up real quick, um, Mandalorian season three, I I'm disappointed by the fact that. It doesn't feel like there was any setup for any future events. Like if I were to miss the next episode, I wouldn't feel bad. You that's, know what I mean? Because there's nothing, there's nothing to hook me in. Where I feel like every episode of the boys, when we watch that show week to week, we were just like, yeah, I can't wait for the next episode. I that can't was wait point, for the next that was episode. appointment television. Like when you you knew what time it was dropping, and you made the time to make sure you were ready to that's, watch. It. Well, that's the other 100%. thing too. Is that I I feel like that way with the Marvel shows too. Is that they fucking they diluted the property so much, and then like yeah. we got House of the Dragon and the boys at the same time, or at least I watched them at the same time. And then mm -hmm. we now with the last of us, I mean, God, every time we finish the show, we pack this shit up and you go I, yeah, home and I you watch, and it. I watch it. We make frozen pizza and we sit on the couch with the cats and we watch it, you know, like it like we make time for those TV yeah, shows like because I, they are so good. And I feel like Disney Marvel could fucking take a, uh, a note from this. And, and so could Zazlab, that son of a bitch <laughs> while he's at it. So, yeah, I mean, listen, if uh, if you're watching The Mandalorian, you're going to watch this anyway. But overall, I. I wasn't I, I wasn't too jazzed. You're not you're not going to miss out on it. You're not going to be affected by any spoilers in the if next you wanted, probably yeah. three weeks. If like, you wanted to bank the first four episodes of this season and fire through them all in two hours, go for it. it. You can do it because this is it really is. This is not something like you have to watch this right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not so, yet, at least. Not that yet. Could change, not yet. Yeah. yeah, not yet. So uh, with that said, you want to hit the song there? Yeah. Love watching you guys Ryan's like my dancing. <laughs> that was beautiful. pretty good. You guys like my dancing. Is that's that what like, you do at rehearsal? Yeah, yeah, that was it. You know, here I go again on <laughs> my <laughs> own. <laughs> Sorry, the top of your beanie just like laughing. Yeah, I, was like, I saw like, that too. Yeah. <laughs> can you? Can you? Uh, can You're you? Good? I need. I need you to switch the video on yep. the on oh, OBS. Yep, 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 yep. So Ryan can see my. Yep, uh, yep, yep. Ooh. 
Oh, you gotta turn the virtual camera on in OBS. Oh, oop, oop. There you go. Perfect. Ooh, I know how to work OBS. You killed Hi, me. Hi, Ryan. You can see my screen there, bud? I do, yeah. Okay. I see it. So I'm not sure if you're going to hear the the, vo the audio on this, but we will describe it to you because I know this is going to make Mike laugh really hard. Ready? Okay. Here we go. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh. <laughs> Listen. I love the fact that this guy is listening to a self-help guru in his car. <laughs> Blaringly Blaring. enough to be picked up so on. Loud. Like enough to get picked up on this Nest camera and he is so into it that he pops the curb and nails this. But Take into consideration, you see how calm he is? He gets out of his car and he's like, hey, are you, you know, all right? And also are you at, all right? Look at this <laughs> like, fucking superstar. So, like, when the car comes, he, he saves his legs. that yeah, shit. Like, boosh. And he honestly, he saved his legs. He, he saved, saved his probably knees. his life. His, his, and I like how he turns the back. Yeah. Like, he's like, hold on. Like, I love this right here. Be impeccable, it says. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, are you all right? Yeah. yeah, not like you just bumped into somebody in the coffee shop. I do like, like how how this video starts like any great video on Clip of the Week where it's just like a ah, normal sunny day out uh, in the neighborhood yeah, and like bikini you see right up here like yeah. <laughs> like right here like also, the fact look, look, look. We have we have so many of those signs, like the yellow signs. Hey, there's a turn here. It's like this is a quick turn. This guy is so fucking. He's probably jumped like four or five cars in the last it's month. The fourth like, time this look, look fucking at that. month. Yeah. He's like, I just got my new car back. Oh, I like what's interesting too. that I'm what I'm seeing is like he's clearly like he gets control of the car again at some point because he's not going straight anymore. He starts the turn. He's able to do that turn to like not come straight on, but he can't stop the car. Yeah, that's a great. Yeah, he, honestly, he, did, he chose not to break. He chose to turn. Yeah, like he's like I, I think he was aiming for the guy. Like <laughs> it looks like he was aiming for him. Yeah, you're what the passenger also has so much. Everybody is way he too turns casual. It, no problem. No problem. He turns that car right into the guy. <laughs> right here, here it goes. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I guess, I, mean, he, I guess he was like, I don't want to hit the house. Well, he was also, <laughs> I think, like, if you look at his angle of approach here, you know, he's coming straight mm -hmm. for the center mass, whereas, like, yeah, but you're absolutely right. I don't know why he didn't hit the brake. You know what's crazy? I had somebody stop short in front of me today, and my car finally did that thing did where the it auto brakes brake? for me. Yeah. I was like, whoa, saved my life. There you go. Or at least my deductible. <laughs> All right, anyway. Um, but, yeah, I just, I, I think the cherry on top of this video is... Be impeccable. <laughs> you know, take responsibility. Never Don't make, make mistakes. Imagine yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> it was just like, watch the road. Yeah. <laughs> Attention is the most important thing you can have. Nine times out of ten, people say, I was looking, but I didn't see him. <laughs> and this is one of those times. Oh, oh man, I love this. Um. But yeah, I, I guess uh, overall, like, uh, you know, don't, don't, don't fucking, don't fucking listen to self-help. First of all, if you're listening to a self-help guru, 
Just go to therapy, man. Like, is that's that that's your first problem. Maybe one. maybe this guy's on maybe his that, way to yes, therapy or on the way home. Yeah, he's like, you oh, know he's what? Gonna, I just he's certainly to gonna have go something back. to talk about this week. <laughs> I just got <laughs> go a new back. book. I am engaged into this. I I'm gonna call my therapist, and they're gonna be so proud. I made two audiobook chapters today. It's <laughs> <laughs> like also like. It looks like he just is like parked and then he just. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm going like, to start my car and drive it full. Uh, I'm going to floor it. Yeah. That's it's a not pickup. a Tesla. Like, he had to be going pretty fast. That's a big pickup truck. Oh, yeah. It is. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's great. I really, dude. I really, like I said, the cherry uh, on top of the video the audio. is the audio book. Cause like, it's so good. Because we've, we've seen a hundred different crashes on Clip at this point. We've seen, I mean, the, the one week where we did the where we did basically the most horrific things you could watch on the internet where I had to blur that, out the that video guy that episode. video got flagged in two got, seconds. I uploaded it to YouTube and they were just like, no, they were like, no, 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 like, no, no. They were like, you think you're funny. So I just went through the whole episode and just like, I literally plastered our logo over every single fucking video. Cause it wasn't worth, but in studio though, I mean that one with the was, ankle. The Yo, backup, the that's a fucked was bad. up. One. That Oof. was bad too. I can't remember. Oh, I meant to tell you guys that you can actually see the bone sticking. You out did. Of that. You did tell. Oh, us. Okay, I did. Never mind. Yeah, oh yeah. Okay, you made you made sure to let us know. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Hey guys, <laughs> you can see the bone in this one. All right. Well, um, I uh, I guess with that, I mean, uh, I'm Brian. I'm sorry that uh, that that happened. Like, a I mean, technical mess ups happen. Oh, don't. Yeah, I, don't worry about it. You know, that was just for us. That yeah, first you know, hour and 20 minutes. Just for us. Yeah. Secrets. It's just for the more. four of us in this room. And, you know, uh, you know uh, and obviously next time you come back on, I'll uh, make sure that, you know, that. Yeah, well, we got to we got to work something out. I know that you were trying to get our entire cast onto the show. But those other two guys are terrible. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. <laughs> oh, so, yeah, well, um, I mean, I figured. Hit the know? jackpot just with me. <laughs> just um, with you. But no, we got to – we have to um, – now that our show's back in its new format, we got to do a crossover with you coming over to our side, well, our side of the pond I, over I, here. We, uh, we would absolutely be more um, than receptive Just in to case, that. do you want to tell everybody about your, your new format again? Oh, that's right. Yeah, I forgot, I forgot <laughs> yeah, about that. Yeah, remember, we did a um, rehearsal for an hour and 20 yeah, minutes yeah, for right. this moment. Yeah, um, right. So yeah, like of course, uh, I'm with the I'd Like Refund podcast. We've been going for a little over two years now. Um, we j we used to do just movies where we would one of our cast members or a guest would bring up a movie that they would want a refund on because for whatever reason they just don't care for it. And to be perfectly honest, we were getting busy out here in LA. All of us were picking up more work and had a lot going on. So we just decided, you know, it'd be more fun if we just picked a topic. That was completely random and required no <laughs> none of us to spend two hours plus watching a movie and having to do any prep work for it. We just go into the episode and be ready to go from there. And so far, we've done, I believe, where are we at? We're at uh, like seven episodes at this point of the new format. Our next one actually drops uh, tomorrow for us recording this. Today's Sunday. It comes Our episode comes out tomorrow um, for Monday. So we'll be at eight at that point. And it's a lot of fun. You never know where the topics are going to go. We still talk a lot about the film, television, entertainment industry because that's just our bread and butter. Um, but we can talk about it now in a less negative light unless certain things <laughs> clamor for it. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, but, I definitely but yeah, but, Where can they find yeah. you? Yeah, so we're uh, our socials. We're at RefundPod, any type of social uh, media platform you can think of. 
We've got content going on there. We've done a lot of recent like on-site location projects, releasing content of when we went to LA Comic Con, uh, talking to a bunch of people over there about the things that they're passionate about in the entertainment industry. It was really funny. Yeah, no, it's been good. Um, and then or anywhere you listen to your podcast, Apple, Spotify, any of those, you can find us. I'd like a refund. Go in there, leave us a review. We get nothing really but positive reviews, except we have one on Apple that's a one-star review, and I'm still trying to find the person who's responsible <laughs> what is for it? that. Let's see yeah, what it can, says. Can you read I'll, it to us? I'll, I'll look for it right now. I'll pull it up on my yeah. phone. <laughs> I don't know if they even – I can't even remember if they said anything. Um, it's like, it, like it honestly could just be a bot from Apple. It's like these guys are need to be taken down a peg a little we bit. Got, They're like, all right, maybe, the show's not that it, good. Is the comment? I'd also like a refund from the last two hours. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be good. You know what? If I, someone left that comment, I would just laugh. It's like, pretty good. Yeah, I, I'd I like appreciate that. that more. Um, I I don't oh, think they, where, they where? left it. What? Oh, you guys just, took it off? No, I think they just um they just left a star. They, they just didn't left leave a star, not a thing. Oh, yeah, it was just, it. they left no Damn. comment. We so. got um we had this one uh review actually. It's funny that you bring it up. That was just like if you're looking for a family podcast, something for the like for the kids to sit down and listen to, like this is it. These guys make you feel like you're in the room with them, and like went on to talk about how like clean we are and how like oh. how family friendly and how like inviting like, we are. Like, you and I was like, wrong. You you definitely are leaving this review on the wrong podcast because yeah. that yeah, is not sure. us, not at all. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, anything else you want to plug before we head out or no? Um. Uh, no, I think I covered all the bases. Like I said, we got some new content coming up, uh, some new uh, video content. We had our one-part documentary that came out in, uh, I believe, December that we're very proud of. It gives a nice little behind-the-scenes look, more of a mockumentary style of like what goes into our show. So if you're new to the show, I would recommend that as well, just to like get a little, get to know the three hosts a little bit better and know the format of the show and why we've transitioned to this new format that we have. And you can find that on YouTube. Um, but yeah, no, thank you. Uh, thank you all so much for having me again. I had a blast the first time. I had a blast in the hidden episode that no one will ever hear. And uh, yeah, I loved, uh, I loved talking Mandalorian. So Truthfully, if there was any... I will- if there try, was any I will try to fix that. Like I no, will try I, I, to you know what, that. Pat, I believe in you. I truly do. I think you're gonna <laughs> I, figure I've it out. I've never let you down before, I don't think. So no, not yet. <laughs> well, um, um I, I guess with uh with uh, with all that, um, you know, thanks so much everybody for tuning in tonight. All of I'd like a refund stuff we're gonna put in the um, description of this video. Uh <laughs> and um yeah, thanks so much for listening. Once again, uh, this was episode 104 of Press Any Key. Uh, you could find us on all social media at pressanykey.tv. You could check out our website, pressanykey.tv. It's under construction right now. Don't go there. Um, you could find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all wherever you nerds get your podcasts. Nerds. And um, we will see you next time. Uh, episode 105. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be here, right? Hey. Do you know... Because you're running, you're running from Scream, right? It's too scary. You know who's gonna be here? <laughs> Who? AJ from Genre Geeks. Perfect. There you go. I'm going on their show tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, tell them I said yeah. what's up. <laughs> I will. I'll tell them you guys said hello. All right. Well, and here's the other thing, guys. Okay. I like when we when we did our list for guests this year, we were immediately like we're having Ryan back, we're having AJ back, we're having Rob back, we're having the you know, like we did our list. I was like, you know what's funny? I haven't received a single fucking email from anyone asking me to go on there. <laughs> so I, I'm putting it out there right now to all the podcasts that we're friends with that we're like, what gives? 
What, what, am I too much? Is it too much? I pull back. <laughs> I pull back. I pull back. Uh, but with that said, once again, uh, Ryan, thank you very much for coming on this week. Uh, my co-hosts, Mike Burke and On the Ones and Twos. I don't know what to refer to you as. Um, your fiance, Liz. My muse. Hey, my Gingy on Twitch. Love of my life. <laughs> uh, oh, I like that one. <laughs> um, apple of my eye. Um, uh, thanks so much for listening this week, and we will see you next week for Scream 6. Bye-bye.